Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Hour number three. John had uh, shot us an email just before the top of the hour talking uh, about the win and not having empty seats at Lambeau Field. And, you know, I said the same thing. I said, you go back to um, coming into the Chargers game, the Rams game, because I took a picture. There was a lot of empty seats at Lambeau Field uh, just before kickoff. Now, it did fill in a little bit during the game, but it's not, you know, the sellout is one thing, and that's always guaranteed. But, you know, it's going back to like when uh, the Packers ended up letting go of Mike McCarthy, Arizona, the whole upper area of the bowl was pretty empty. You know, it was uh, it was starting to become uh, rather scattered as people were saying, okay, the season's a wash, we're not, we're not going to show up, and you start seeing those empty seats, and, you know, um, suddenly you start to think, okay, if we're not heading in the right direction monetarily, uh, if you're Mark Murphy, do you need to make a change? And they did with Mike McCarthy. And the one thing that we said was that if they should lose to the Chargers and then get beaten back-to-back weeks by – because you know people are going to show up for a Sunday night game against Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be a draw. But after that, if they get if they would have lost to the Chargers, lost to Detroit, and then lost this game, yeah, you would have seen people find other things to do. It, it just would have happened because there was already um, – my guy Mike over Connections Ticket Service, uh, going back to the game against going into the Chargers game, there were seats on the forty yard line, ten rows up that were pretty cheap, and I'm talking well under three figures, well under a hundred bucks, and now they're not. Now they're not. We've seen the the spike go back up. The Chiefs are coming to town. People want to be a part of this. Um. You know, so it, it was good. It was good in a lot of different facets to get the win. The, the excitement and the question mark now is there above everybody's head. Either you're in the camp of the Jordan Love and the Packers and, you know, you're kind of like, okay, I'm all in on this. Or you're still sitting back with a question mark over your head, but now you're going, wait a minute. You know, maybe these guys aren't as bad as we thought they were. You know, so now you're kind of questioning it, saying, okay, let's wait and see. But there's some optimism there. So, uh, but – but to to go back to the point that he made was the people that are getting out over their skis, that's fine. If you want to be a fan and you want to get crazy over that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a hell of a win. It was it, it, you got a win when you didn't expect it to get a you didn't expect to get a win. That's a, that's a great thing. That's that's you know the there was just other than the finger pointing that was going on on Thursday, which you don't hear from, it, it was jubilation. It was like, wow, where have these guys been? Where has this game plan been? Where is this quarterback been? Where are these wide receivers that went up and got balls been? Where's where's all this been? And maybe you just saw growth. That's fine. Um, Mike says the most important thing uh, this season is to think about is tra- uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Uh, Travis, use your big head and run as fast as you can. She's just using you for clicks and likes. She's evil. Mike, I really don't give two rats asses about that. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are wondering if she's even going to be around, and I haven't even. Somebody asked me that uh, in Rhode Island. Who who the hell? Somebody came up to me and asked me about that. Well, are are we going to see Taylor Swift at Lambeau Field? I can't remember. It was on the north end, but I can't remember who it was. Uh, Regardless. I, I said, I one, I, I don't care. Two, I I don't keep track of the Eras Tour and where it's at. So if somebody's got it, let me know. But 
I, I really I don't care. Two that things. Is, uh, yeah, go because ahead. I keep track of this. Uh, it, she's off for a bit now. She's got a gap. So if she wants to come to Green Bay, I, I don't think her tour, tour schedule will get in the way. And to just for all these people who say Taylor Swift's using Travis Kelsey, I don't I don't think she needs Travis Kelsey for clicks. She's got right. a, she's got a, she's got a good thing going on right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not happening. She, if anything, it would be the opposite. You know, because the Travis Kelsey popularity has gone through the roof. And uh, his paparazzi following him has gone through the roof. And I be, be, behind that, Travis Kelsey is everywhere. He's in, like, what, two or three constant running commercials now. The Chunky Soup commercial, the one that has, what is it, Sling TV or whatever it is that he does, or Direct TV, he does that commercial. And then he's got another one for State Farm that he's working with Patrick Mahomes in. Those three I can think of off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's probably one or two more out there. But, yeah, I, I'm not, I, you know. He, I, his popularity has gone up. Hers has always been huge. My sister is a, a big Swift fan. She told me this weekend, she, she's like, maybe I'll get a Travis Kelsey t-shirt jersey. That'd be kind of fun. Right? And she's yeah. not like an insane, she's a big fan, but she's not like screaming her head off. Like, she's not right. nuts. She's like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to get one maybe. So, I, yeah, yeah, this is definitely helping Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Yep. So there you go. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, Mark says, I hate pop music. Sorry, Taylor. Uh, it, I, I don't care. <laughs> Just, I don't care. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 877-867-1670. So going back to our original question, do you feel that this team is a playoff team? And for as optimistic as Eric Baranchek has been, he's like, no, he, he doesn't think that it's a playoff team yet. Do you feel this is a playoff team, Grant? Maybe they get into the playoffs, but that that's more about the rest of the NFC being bad. I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not thinking about the, the playoffs too much. If we get a month down the road and, and they're beating up on the Giants and, and these other bad teams, then I'll talk about it. But I'm not really too worried about it right now. That's That's just it, that they beat the Lions. Let's just say, because I said nine wins will get you in. Nine wins will get you in. I don't think it has to be ten. I think nine wins get you in. So if nine wins get you into the postseason, they've got a gimme game because we did not expect them to win the game uh, against Detroit. So you got kind of what I call a gimme game. So if nine wins get you into the postseason, you can lose this one against the Chiefs because uh, you what got you're at five and six, you lose this one against the Chiefs. You're at five and seven, and you got five games remaining, which means you can lose another game. The Giants on Monday night, you would have to assume they beat the Giants. The Giants stink; they're terrible. What that was? That was like watching two sleeping dogs yesterday between the Giants and the Patriots. It, it just was. It was terrible. It was a terrible football game. Will they beat the Buccaneers? Buccaneers aren't a bad team, and they're not a good team. Panthers may get a little bit of a jump because they lose Frank Reich. Anytime you fire a head coach, you get that little pop instantly. But I still think the Panthers are a bad football team. Do they go into Minnesota and get a win? And then, obviously, the Bears at home, the last game of the season. Maybe you lose one of either the Buccaneers or the Vikings. But if you lose to the Chiefs, you beat the Giants, say you beat the Buccaneers, 
you beat the Panthers, you lose to the Vikings and beat the Bears, I think you're in the postseason. That's not that far out of the realm of possibility, in my opinion. It could totally happen. They're going to need to stack wins against bad opponents at the end of the year. But but just focusing on this three-game stretch, Bill, because I think we we separated the stretch, didn't we? With the Chargers, yeah. the Lions, and the Chiefs. It's like you got to get through these three weeks before you get to that soft kind right. of finishing stretch. If I told you, Bill, three weeks ago, hey, the Packers are at least going to go two and three against the Chargers, Lions, and Chiefs, you'd say, take it. I, they get blown out yep. by the Chiefs in the third game, but if they can go two and three, fine. This has already been a success in this little three-week window that we kind of yeah. differentiated. I In a heartbeat. I'd take it. So I I I think it can happen. I, you know, other people may think I'm nuts, but I think it can happen. I, I'm excited about it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so because we'd love to talk with you. Do you think this team is a team that's uh, on its way towards uh, towards the postseason? Let's go to Todd listening to us in Mount Orb. Todd, Todd, how you doing, man? What's going on? Good, Bill. Love the show. I, I've always kind of been with you on this whole process as far as still kind of uh, not sure about love. I think I'm a little up on that. I'm still not ready to say he's the guy. Um, just looking at – I don't know about these last two weeks. I mean – Last week, do they win if two sure touchdowns aren't dropped? Um, mm-hmm. And this week, uh, Goff basically gave them two touchdowns. Um, the the one obviously that was returned, and then he fumbled on the other one. What was that like on the twenty yard line? Yeah. So the pack and the first pass, of course, was about five yards short, which big deal. Um, it's a long pass, but. If they don't do that, I mean, the Packers don't score in the second half if Goff does not fumble on the 20-yard line. So, most likely, because they didn't score anything else. Um, They scored that six points, and then, you know, they failed two-point or missed or whatever happened there. So they basically got the first two touchdowns, and that was it for the entire game. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if this... And the, and the Lions should have lost to, to, to uh, Chicago the week before. So where are they? Are they yeah. really an 8-3 and three caliber team? I want to think that Love's better, and I still think he's going to be average or a little more at best. Hopefully I'm wrong, and he's just this great guy. He didn't have any pressure this weekend, so he did very well under that. Last week, even though the win, what he, he was – 21 of 40, so he was barely 50% completion, although he had a monster game in yards. So I just don't know if there's anything that really shows what to think about it so far. What do you think of that? I, I just I, I agree. And, and the words you used said, I don't know. And, and I appreciate the phone call, Todd. And that's, I think, where a lot of people are. You, you're always on the hopeful side that things turn out, but I think that's where a lot of people are. You're just of the I don't know yet. For everything you said, it's correct. Now, I will say, you know, when you're creating turnovers, you're doing your job. You know, I'm not going to, you know, say, well, had he not fumbled and had he not thrown a pick or had he not dropped the ball or had he not done this. Look, the Packers, I mean, you could say th- say the same thing about the Packers. Had, you know, Christian Watson been able to come back for the ball. Had, you know, the couple of drops that Romeo Dobbs had one. Uh, uh, Christian Watson had a couple. Um you know, we've seen uh, Tucker Craft had one earlier this season. 
you know, had a couple of those and ended up getting caught. Who knows? Maybe the Packers have a different record. I think it all kind of comes out in the wash. But that being said, um, I, I just I saw a team play better and rally, and I like that. I do. Um, this was from Donald. Donald says, why is nobody talking about the halftime show at the Packers game on Thursday? That was awful. I, it was terrible. It was, a, it was a terrible halftime show. There's nothing more to talk about. <laughs> Grant, was there, was there anything else you wanted to, you know, expound upon regarding the halftime show between the Packers and the Lions? So I'll just say, I'm not a big rap guy, so I'm probably not the person to ask. I typically think Jack Carlo is pretty good. Like, I, I have no I have no issue with Jack Carlo. I think he's pretty good, and he seems likable. The set was so, – there was nothing there. Like it was I, terrible. All, all these people compared, you know, Dolly Parton's stage and, and all her backup dancers, and then Jack Harlow, it looked like he walked out of a plastic bag, like this weird – right. th- It was just bizarre. It was, it was yeah. weird. It was terrible. It was it was just a bad halftime show. And let me ask you this: going back to the Dolly Parton thing, why are people why why were so many people saying, "Oh my God, I I my eyes"? I thought Dolly Parton's like eighty. She's how old is she? She's in her seventies, right? She, I think we looked it up: seventy-seven or seventy-eight. Yeah, she's she's. If you are married to anybody at the age of seventy-seven that looks like that, count your blessings. First of all, I won't ever live to that old. I'll be dead in five years. But if anybody is married to that and anybody's wife looks that good at the age of 77, count your damn blessings. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think for 70, there's 25-year-olds that couldn't pull that off, much less 77. I didn't have a problem with it. Not that I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, Dolly Parton's the hottest thing since sliced bread. But come on, man. It was like, oh, there's a fun moment watching again. Now, granted, I was, you know, doing the postgame show at the time, but I was like, come on. I didn't have a problem with it. Also, we got to freaking out. We got to give him a little credit. The, the football halftime show is such a difficult thing to pull off because people are going to the bathroom and the crowd is like kind of paying attention, right. but not really. And the sound is it's all thrown together in 15 minutes. It's not easy to do. So just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. And take it easy. No, I completely agree. I thought, now, Mike says Dolly has no original parts. That I will say. Now, does Dolly swear that uh, her her, uh, her her stuff is now, uh, the, the important stuff, I guess, if you want to call it that, is real or not real? Do we know? She was on Stern a week or two ago talking about it. Yeah. She talks about, oh, yeah, I've had work done, but you got to, you know, she shouts out the best people and she gives advice on plastic surgery. So she talks about it openly. Yeah, she's had facial work done and she's had lipo done and i remember her talking about it but doesn't she claim that the uh, the massive uh cannons are real the ca- the cannons i i don't know about those i'm not sure <laughs> yeah i don't know uh but god yeah dolly's dolly's still dolly man she's 77 years old and still rocking it good for her pack fan says no she spent a million bucks on those did she really okay I thought she claimed that those were real from a very, very young age, that she'd always had that. But maybe, she, I mean, it certainly doesn't look like it, but you know, who am I to judge? You know, what the hell? So that is our Dolly Parton breast augmentation moment of the show. We've been even, 
e- talking about that. Evo's now, looking at me long. through the window, and he's got two thumbs up saying, they're real. And he's mouthing the words through the window of the studio. Really? So, See, I... When when she there's pictures of her when she was young, and she, yeah, she could put your eyes out from across the room. So I've always thought that, other than just having them lifted, I didn't think she had them augmented. You know what I mean? To get bigger. I could be wrong. So so a remodeling, not an addition. If we're talking Correct. about it in home Correct. improvement terms, gotcha. Yes, okay. yes. All she did was uh, put up a retaining wall. She didn't rebuild the house and make it bigger. She didn't add the addition to the home. She just put up a retaining wall. So. Oh, my God. Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. By the way, uh, they got a lot of good stuff coming up. They got the uh, the holiday dinner coming up uh, at the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin. They wanted me to remind you of that. In addition to that, they've got the New Year's Eve party coming up. They have also got Al Capone's birthday a couple of weeks after that and the Roaring Twenties party coming up. So if you want to get up and have some fun and get off into the North Woods and they got some snow and some cold and all that kind of stuff and the snowmobile trails eventually are going to open up there, get it all booked and get a book right now. Get a, uh, get a hold of our girl Barb, B-A-R-B. Barb, say, Barb, here's the promo code, Michaels15. Do I get 15% off? She said, well, yes, you do. 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. That's the Four Seasons Island Resort and... If you, once the snow starts to fly, obviously it's cold. It's cold. They're going to start making snow. Pine Mountain Resort up in Timberstone, the Ski and Golf Resort up in the UP. They manage both of those properties. 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. More of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Here's a question for you. I'll take a picture of it. But uh, what do you give me the give me the best mousetrap that's out there? So we got home, and this morning, obviously, with nobody in the house, things get quiet. And I guess, or I don't guess. I mean, I know. Uh, opened up the pantry this morning, and I noticed there were some flakes of something. I don't know what it was. It turns out what it was was flakes from uh, – we had, you know, how everybody does. You have, you know, potato chips or anything like that. And because we haven't eaten that kind of stuff in a while, we've been kind of cutting back, uh, they just sat on the shelf. Well, there was a hole eaten in the bag of potato chips. And when I picked the potato chips up, there was – potato chip droppings and like crumbs and stuff. And then I started to look and then there was a hole in the bread. And and again, we've been kind of cutting back on carbs and stuff. So we haven't eaten potato chips and bread and all this different stuff in a while. So I started peeling the shelf back and it's like, oh my God, I've got, I don't, I don't know if it's a mouse or mouses or meese or whatever, but uh, what is the best mousetrap that's out there short of buying a cat? That's what I want to know. Because I'm cleaning out the every commercial break, I'm going down and I'm cleaning out the pantry, and it's like, because uh, 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 I got a big pantry in the house, and 
everything from the mac and cheese that's been down there to old ramen noodle bags to potato chip bags. Um, give me the best mouse trap because whatever it is, this mouse has got to be 427 pounds by now. This thing's whatever it is, it's just eating everything. And I don't go in there a whole lot. I go in for a few things, you know. But give me the uh, give me the mousetrap stuff. If you've if you've got mousetrap stuff and ideas, man, uh, give me a shout because I want to hear from you, without a doubt. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit me up. 877-867-1670. Mouse, oh, uh, peanut butter. I Mark, I I know peanut butter. But they also say that there is a something else that you can do. Um and and you you know you know where you're not going to kill the mice. Isn't there like a bucket or something you can do? Oh, Bill, in in my formative years in a in a farming town in Northwest Wisconsin, I can speak to this uh this bucket uh-huh. trap. If if you really want to, you got to get a five gallon bucket. Yeah, and a, and a wooden dowel or a a little a little piece of wood of some kind that lays over the top, and then you put a little block out there with some peanut butter on it, so the mouse will run out there, and then it'll get on the platform, and then it'll spin, and it'll fall into the five gallon bucket, and won't be able to get out. So then you can take it outside. I would because this mouse has already got in your house. I would probably kill it, but you do what you okay. want with the mouse. That will absolutely work. Just Google well, like five gallon bucket trap. You'll find it. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, I think what happened was, and I just had this fixed before I left, I was telling you I had a handyman at the house that was doing all kinds of different stuff here. Um, and what I did was the bottom of the garage door and the door into the house from the garage door had a, a gaping hole in it. And it probably a two to three inch hole at the bottom of the garage door. And I had that fixed and repaired, and then I put an entire new threshold and a new, um, uh, you know, um, God, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but alongside the door. I put a new frame around the door, and everything is completely airtight sealed now. There's no way to get in there. So, and I think that's where it must have come from, that it must have scurried into the house, hidden so now, I, and I, I saw these down in, when I first moved into the home, I saw some downstairs in the, uh, the bar area, and I got rid of them. I ended up catching those. But now I, I got a, I think I've got a guy that is, you know, coming out in the middle of the night and creeping around, and yeah, if I ever see one, I will freak the hell out. I mean, freak out. So uh, between my, mice and snakes, man, I, I can't do it. So I, I got I to gotta track this down. So I will Google that. I will Google that because I gotta get I gotta get rid of the mouse, and then I'll keep you up to date if I catch him or his family. So, uh, I've got I had something in my attic not that long ago, and the uh, exterminator came out because I thought maybe I had a raccoon up there, and he said no, it's just birds, and there was like a little hole alongside my chimney that they had pecked out, and I he kind of shooed them out, put a couple things up there, and then there was nothing left in the attic, and then they sealed the hole with that foam. And that was it. It was very humane and everything. They didn't kill him or anything, but they they ended up getting out. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Pac fan says if there's one, there's a bunch. Pac fan, that's my fear. If there's a mouse, there's meese, meeses, that type of thing. And I, I will freak the hell out. I promise you that. 
This is uh, from Matthew. Matthew says, uh, hey, guys, uh, I think we're missing the point. The Packers won games they shouldn't have won. The Packers are playing much better football ever since Pittsburgh. I've seen some growth in the offense and a little bit more tenacity in the defense. The one thing that's impressed me so much is the guys on the defensive side of the football, specifically in the secondary, Valentine and Valentine, play with aggression, and I like that. Let's hope that Joe Barry doesn't coach that out of them. Um, You know, that was one of the areas coming into the game the other day that you thought, boy, that secondary is vulnerable, man. It just is. And they played extremely well, extremely well. Uh, And I like – I know Valentine, um, he played with a swagger. Some people didn't like it. But for a young guy coming in, making a few plays, I liked it. And we talked about that, uh, what was it, uh, last week ago, last Monday. So I liked it. I liked that he played a little bit of that swagger. So hopefully that continues to grow. And with experience, they continue to get better and better and better. 877-867-1670. Chad says, for a sports talk show, you spend a lot of time talking about everything else but sports. Why? Chad, you're an idiot. You seriously are. We talk more sports on this program than damn near any program in the state of Wisconsin. And I'll leave the people over on the live stream to uh, hit you up. Because if that's, if that's the only segment you listen to, you clearly have missed the entire day. We told one story about travel, and the rest of it's been sports talk. So if you tuned in for one segment and you make that comment, you're an absolute idiot. Thank you very much for joining the program. Very much. Um, Jay Adler says, you ever talk about Wisconsin volleyball? Would love to hear you interview the coach, Coach Sheffield. You know, we haven't, and it's just like that in the hockey program. We haven't talked a lot about either of those either, to be I, honest with you, and we probably could. Bill, I completely whiffed earlier on in the show when we did our first segment. You're like, were you missing anything? And I, I brought up Craig Council. I watch Wisconsin volleyball with my parents on Friday night because they watch all the matches. Yeah. They, they love it. They hammered Nebraska. They swept them. And the third game, yep. the clinching game, they just pounded spike after spike. They sent Nebraska yeah. home like that. I uh, I saw, I think it was Sports Illustrated did a piece on that. I was scrolling and, and read a little bit about it. Now, I did I watch it? No, not at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember last year during the Christmas party, Wisconsin was going, I don't know if it was – for a championship uh, or what it specifically was, but it, people showed up at the Christmas party, and the first thing they did was go to the great room and said, can you get on the Wisconsin volleyball game? Oh, it's between what that and Wisconsin hockey as far as some alternative sports in the state of Wisconsin that people want to pay attention to? Absolutely. Absolutely it's grown, grown in attention. Uh, the D3 football this past weekend has grown in attention as well. I All the D3 emailers came out. Hell yes. Big time. So, yeah, we talk more about other than just Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks type of stuff. Obviously, Marquette knocking off the one number one team in the country in the Maui Invitational was fantastic. I mean, a lot of good stuff sports-wise. But on, usually on Monday, Mondays are usually dedicated to the Green, pa- Green Bay Packers. 877-867-1670. Stay right where you're at. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show, we continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Northern Lights event venue. And whether it's a, you know, kind of a holiday party for your work gathering or maybe a rehearsal dinner coming up in 2024, a uh, better late than never holiday party for your, uh, for your group in 2024, Northern Lights Event Venue. They have something for everybody. NorthernLightsEventVenue.com. That's NorthernLightsEventVenue.com. And uh, just go and check it out. Uh, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful place right there on the Riverwalk. And uh, the other night, uh, I guess, uh, what was it, Saturday night? I, when did the snow start flying here? Grant, did uh, the snow start flying on Saturday night? So I was in the Twin Cities on Saturday. It started there yeah. in the afternoon and then continued into the evening. So I think Saturday night. There was a, a video of a friend of mine. Well, I shouldn't say a friend. It was uh, somebody from the, the website there. Uh, they took and posted uh, for Northern Lights event venue. And it, it was just beautiful. They had the doors uh, closed, obviously, but they had all the lights. It's along the Milwaukee River Riverwalk, and the snow was falling, and people were partying inside, and it was it was really, really a cool scene. So check out northernlightseventvenue.com. Now, I don't know, and, and again, I, I want to get off of this uh, relatively quick, but that being said, uh, I, I went downstairs during the break, and I grabbed a video so you can see what I'm talking about for the people that uh, are giving me the mouse advice and talking about mice in the house. Uh, go to the Facebook page or the Instagram page, Instagram, the Bill Michael show uh, over on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. And you can see the video. Uh, I I've got, I mean, I'm, I'm during every break I'm running downstairs. Cause I, I don't know if it's still in there or not. It's freaking me out. So I'm throwing anything and everything I possibly can out of the house. A few things I'm keeping stuff. That's obviously in bottles and cans. You keep that, but anything that's in a bag gone, any, anything that's been opened gone gone just just getting rid of everything so i actually posted the video of my kitchen and going into the pantry <laughs> to see just mouse every time every time i take a clearer shelf off it's like oh my god how long has this been going on without my knowledge you know see if i had my dog still my dogs would have sniffed it out because mickey was all about killing anything but uh but i don't have the dogs anymore so Ooh. Still got the heebie-jeebies. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to Kelly listening to us in New London. Kelly, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you, Bill? So far, so good. Other hey, than the uh, fact that I got mouse poop everywhere. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Tomcat uh, brand mouse traps are the best. Have you talked about that yet? Anybody I have not, no. Okay. They're black. They're not the old-fashioned wooden traps. These uh, mouse traps are—they work fantastically. But uh, you need to go outside around your house to see where it, where they're coming in. I know, I know. I got to do that. <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's freaking like, me out, man. It, yeah, um, we had them in, in between our walls, and what they like to do is they like to climb in into the siding. In the corners of the siding, they like to climb all the way up to the attic, and then they make their way down to the basement, and then they're in your house. So. Okay, you, yeah. you haven't given me any reason to, to feel better and sleep sleep at night, so I'm, I'm now freaking out. I'm going to put, like, motion sense. What I'm, I think I might do is I might put motion. I, I I, on, my, on my camera on my door in the front of my house, a mouse yep. crossed the camera. 
uh, about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I, maybe maybe yep. they're coming in and out of here. I have no idea, but now I'm freaking out. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Kelly. He drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. Ooh. Packers getting ready to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. They get an unexpected win over the Lions this past Thursday on Thanksgiving. Let's get back at it. Mike is in New York. Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me on, man. I wish I could help you out with that mouse stuff, but I'm freaked out just listening to you. i got to tell you, good luck. Go look at the video. It's just awful. Yeah, I got to check it out. I got to check it out. Um, I hope Thanksgiving weekend was great. I'm definitely fired up like the rest of the uh, Packer fan base here. Quick point about Jordan Love, and I think it's something that kind of gets glossed over sometimes. I'm curious to hear your take. Um, The guy seems to be, demeanor-wise, I know the talent is what it is, the play on the field is what it is, Demeanor-wise, he seems great. The demeanor is fantastic. Mm. He is unflappable. He's the kind of guy, you know, if you're a teammate of his, uh, I would imagine you're down in a game. You see him just, you know, keeping it, the ship calm. I would imagine that's a good thing. I would imagine that's why the front office likes him. Just want to know what you think in terms of how that all factored into him being uh, our high draft pick and what the outlook is on his future as far as, you know, uh, the coaching staff and the management goes. That's a great question. I appreciate the phone call. Jordan Love, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, he's always sounded like a rookie. You know, a lot of ums, uhs, stuff like that, trying to find cliche words. Um, And then about two weeks ago, something clicked. And I don't know what it was, but I'd said it at the time that – Jordan Love sounded more assured of himself. It was probably one of the better press conferences he's had where he was a little more open, a little more him, a little more self-confident. Remember when that was, Grant? Because I made a mention of that. It just it just sounded better. He's just getting more comfortable. He's just yeah. with the with the and it's not just playing on Sundays. And I think this is part of learning to play in the NFL. And you've talked about this conversations that you had with players back around 2010 and the importance of Charles Woodson and and Tremont Williams. Mm -hmm. These are players that know the the Monday through Friday, the ups and downs and the media availability and all that. And I I think Jordan loves just getting a better grip on all that. Maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. Something over the last couple of weeks has clicked. And I don't know if that's because he's just maturing, which I'm sure has something to do with it, or if it was the confidence or the collect collectiveness of his wide receiver group getting together and then getting on the same page together. And then with him, if there's a level of confidence, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't honestly tell you, but I just know it sounded better. Like things are starting to seemingly come together. And, and I, I don't know, I don't know how much to read into it, but certainly after what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, that there's something there, there's there, there. And I just think that he has sounded better in a lot of different ways, but you're right when it comes to the unflappability. Now, granted, he's had a couple of picks that have ended games when they've needed him to come up big. He hasn't, but over the last, say, three weeks, it's been pretty good. It's it's grown. It's gotten better. It's trending. It's ascending, and that's that's a good thing. So, But you're right. He has not been a – you don't see nerves and hopping, although we've talked a lot about his footwork, but it seems to have settled down. But you don't see a lot of the, the nervousness, I guess, might be the best way to put it, or a lot of the yips, so to speak. 
But as Rick says, let's see him after Spagnola throws the kitchen sink at him. And and we'll find out. You know, and, and and we'll also be able to see a what you would consider to be a difference between the time he took over as that one-game starter against Kansas City a few years back because Aaron Rodgers had the the immunization versus whatever the hell you wanted to call it, the vaccination, I don't know. Um, and he had to sit out, and he was kind of thrown into the mix to where he is now. You 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 should see a drastic, drastic difference. And, and Brent, you're probably right. Do you think it's just maybe quarterback life is finally slowing down for him a little bit? He's getting more confident in that aspect as well. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. What a weekend it was. Steel Tank Brewing and Rally Point. They had a terrific music weekend opening up the, the big music venue. And then again, that's Rally Point that just opened. And man, what a, what a, it looks spectacular. I can't wait to get out there. I haven't been able to because obviously we were out of town. They opened it up this weekend, but I'm going to get out there real soon. Steel Tank Brewing, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, a craft brewery with terrific food in the front. A rentable meeting space in the middle. And now Rally Point, the big uh, music venue out back. It, it's spectacular. A terrific, it's an all-in-one venue. Check out our friends Dave and Mike and everybody over at Steel Tank Brewing Company. Right there on, in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank off of 67. You can't miss it. And they're open Tuesday through Sunday for lunch, uh, good food. And then follow along now for all the bands and all the music. That's coming to Steel Tank Brewing in Oconomowoc. Grant, I found what you were talking about, by the way. Oh, when it you... comes to the, the the bucket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, the Mousetrap. And uh, it was when I went to uh, Mousetrap's highly rated, that was it. <laughs> so uh, I, I clicked on it. It's on Amazon. And I paid for the Express. It will be here later today. I bought three buckets. I'm putting oh, them all over the house. I, I'm freaking out. I bought three buckets, so I will let you know what I catch, if anything. The most uh, ruthless of mouse trappers would fill those with antifreeze, so it killed, so it kills the mouse right when it gets in there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to go about your business. Nah, but I can't do that. I, I will check them every damn day. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. 
and I'll be walking around them all the time. But uh, they're they're going everywhere. I've got I'm putting one in the bar. I'm putting one in the pantry. I'm putting one down in, in the basement, down in the gym. I, they're all over the place. I'm freaking out, man. I got a mouse in the house. And um, Chuck says, with the bucket idea, you still need to kill them. No, I can just take them and dump them out outside. I'm good with that. I don't mind that. We got cats all over the neighborhood. I'm fine. Then it's, uh, you know, survival of the fittest. But no, no, no. Give them a a chance. (laughs) I'll give them a fighting chance. You know, send them over to the neighbor's house. (laughs) The people behind me. Oh, my goodness. Or maybe I'll just put them in the bucket and take them, you know, 20 miles away. Dump them out in the field. Something like that. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Nightwing says, don't don't let them live. They'll eat each other. I I don't know. I'm I'm maybe I have to. Maybe I mean, I'll I'll do something. I don't know. But can't <laughs> just certain things in life. Snakes, they're nasty. I'll chop them things up like nobody's business. Mice. eh, you know. They're critters, they're cute, but I know. No, they're not going to happen. Ben says, put Irish spring at entry point that's going to keep them out. You know what? That too. I've heard that about uh, putting, like, we have uh, lights in our trees. And kind of like Christmas lights wrapped around the trees. And I did that a couple of years ago. And the squirrels ate through the lines and killed, you know, I shouldn't say killed, but broke a lot of the lights. Um, So that's what they said. They said, Take uh, some iris spring, put it in a bucket, spray it on the tree, and you'll never have a problem with it again. Yeah. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget, coming up in the next hour, we got our guy, Mike Clements. Uh, he's going to be joining us, and Mike will uh, kind of give us his thoughts as to what he saw now that he's uh, back fresh from uh, – from uh from over being over in Detroit and hanging out there. This one is from Jesse. Jesse says, uh, "Hey Bill, I thought Jordan Love looked better, but also had he been better, they could have won by more." Uh, yeah, but they played a great game. I, no, I'm not knocking him, Jesse. I'm not knocking him. Uh, he then goes on to say they're going to get killed by the Kansas City Chiefs coming up on Sunday night, and then we'll find out how people actually feel in the post game show. Uh, well, which is a great reminder, the postgame show coming up immediately following, immediately following um, the uh, Packers and Kansas City Chiefs game. We're going to be live in Green Bay. Going to be live in Green Bay. Looking forward to that. So come on by over. Burkle's one block over. I got to check and make sure. I believe they're open till midnight. So but we're going to be at Burkle's one block over coming up on, on uh, Sunday night. So looking forward to that. Uh, Sean real quick says, uh, you got to buy yourself a big cat. See, I'm not, I'm not buying animals to get rid of other animals. Okay. I'm not buying a cat, not buying a snake. Not, I certainly am not going to turn a snake loose in my house. That's all I need. I'd have to move. Okay. This whole show would be brought to you by any adult diaper company out there. Cause I would crap my pants on a daily snakes freak my ass out. So no, that's not going to happen. Sorry about it. New. <laughs> Nah, baby, nah. Um, this is from James. James says, uh, I like how A.J. Dillon's running the football. He needs to keep it going. That's from Jim. Uh, he did run pretty well. 
he did. I agree with you. Uh, this is from Thomas says, don't buy decon or a similar product as they eat it and go into a hidden corner and then they die and the result smell is long lasting. Regular wood spring traps work. Use peanut butter. Learn my lesson in the Air Force in Abilene, Texas. Uh, did not work on uh, snake in a closet, though. Oh, <laughs> God, you're killing me. No. <laughs> Just can't do it. Um, Go MU. This is from Chris and Eau Claire says this time of year, the mice are going to look for a place to spend the winters indoors. The sticky traps work well. If you set a snap trap, set it perpendicular to the wall, not parallel. Uh, mice travel along the walls. And he says, has uh, Marquette's college hoops team ever played a number one and number two in less than 24 hours? I, that I don't know, but, man, what a weekend for them. Knocking off the number one team in the country. We mentioned that earlier in the program. Kudos to Marquette, absolutely. And no doubt, man. Good stuff. And we got a lot more to get to. Don't forget, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk with Mike Clemens. Hang in there. Whole lot more coming up right after this.